Welcome to the next episode of Strategize to Succeed. Selectively applying the strategies which we discuss each week will help you as you progress from conditions to opportunities to successes. Today's episode looks at a familiar concept which we have each likely encountered in one form or another. Your mentor experienced this issue just a few weeks ago. It is no secret that I am a fan of control. Not so much controlling others as controlling oneself. I find that there is both great comfort and increased productivity when taking control of one's thoughts and actions. This psychological term is having an internal locus of control. It refers to a belief that when we take direct control over actions found in our lives, we directly impact the positive outcomes which we can achieve. As a point of contrast, an individual with an external loss of control relinquishes all responsibility for self-control and takes a very passive attitude or even fatalistic approach towards their life. They maintain that they have no control over any events and whatever happens, happens. If a person subscribes to the internal loss of control philosophy, the benefits which are attributed to this mindset include an inherent drive to perform and achieve, added happiness and success, an avoidance of anxiety and depression, enhanced creativity and personal growth, a willingness to assume more risk and attain greater self-satisfaction. In more general terms, with an internal locus of control, the individual is better able to maintain consistency and stability, and this orderliness helps to strengthen survivability. An analogy which has concrete implications is the stock market. It is repeatedly said that the stock market thrives on consistency. It is under those conditions that the stock market rises. However, when there is a period of uncertainty, whether within the business community or politically or some external crisis, that is when the stock market declines or becomes unstable. Conversely, when one operates with only an external locus of control, they believe that it does not matter what they do, their actions have no influence over the results which might be revealed. That being said, for an individual with an external locus of control, regardless of whether it is an academic grade or a natural disaster, this individual maintains that either way, whatever happens is something that they cannot influence or control. And so, they take a passive attitude toward life. Focusing on Hurricane Ida, which occurred just a few weeks ago, your mentor saw for the first time the significant power and control 
which a hurricane can have over the lives in its path. By this point, you no doubt recognize me to be someone who tends to have an internal locus of control. I believe that whatever I do can impact the outcome. Well, in case you're unsure, there is nothing that anyone can do to reduce the effects of a natural disaster. However, what was made abundantly clear to me was that our strength comes in how we take control over our individual reactions to that event. At that point, we are exercising our internal locus of control because how we choose to react to an event, even if we have no control over its existence, helps to determine the type of result we face. Understand in my example of a hurricane, the amount of rain and wind will be the same, but the amount of damage which we see and how we feel about it might be somewhat lessened. Let's dissect how one can take control over their reaction to a hurricane. First, consider the preemptive strike. By that I mean whatever steps can be reasonably taken to prepare for the, the effects of the hurricane. Make sure that you have the basics to survive water, food, medication, first aid items, insurance documents, and important papers to you, your household, and your pets. By taking this fundamental step, what you are really doing is eliminating an entire group of potential effects which could make you anxious and uncomfortable. Instead, you are taking affirmative control over the situation even though you have no clue as to what the result might be. Once you have committed to some preparatory effort, make sure to get your rest. What I found was that notwithstanding the dedication of the local meteorologists, once I assessed the situation and I determined that there was no likelihood of imminent personal harm, the continuous watching of weather commentary only made me more agitated. After my prep work was completed, there was nothing further which I could do to influence the course or severity of the storm. So I suggest that you stop counting raindrops and lightning strikes that will only serve to increase your blood pressure and enhance your feeling of loss of control. If we do not have control over a situation, even if we rationally understand that it is uncontrollable, we are left with feelings of uncertainty, insecurity, fear, and anxiety. Probably that is one of the reasons that storm chasers are so motivated to act, seemingly without concern for danger. By focusing on the challenges of nature, it gives them some feeling of control and predictability when facing uncontrollable circumstances. When making an effort to control our reaction to a situation, 
I would also urge you to address your feelings about the environment in which you find yourself. Own your reactions to a situation, whether fear or frustration or any number of other responses. If you acknowledge your emotional response, you become more effective at targeting your actions. Again, that approach puts you in control over your ability to address the uncertainties which you are likely facing. If you find that you are unable to control your response to a situation, take a moment and focus on your breathing. Although this is probably not the first thought which comes to mind, it will calm your system and can lead to more productive and creative thinking and perhaps added problem-solving abilities. There is another way to gain control through your reaction to an uncontrollable situation, and it may seem counterintuitive. The umbrella heading which I would give to this approach is gratitude. However, this is not the basic rudimentary form of gratitude. The form of gratitude which I have in mind is a multi-pronged effort. The first element which I recommend is a situation-specific mantra. In my case, during the recent hurricane, I continuously repeated under my breath, others are worse off than you. The effect of this mantra was to keep me in a forward-thinking state without resorting to pity. I wasn't paralyzed by fear for my own situation. Instead, my thought process took me out of my own head to focus on the condition of others and how fortunate I was in the situation. The second part of controlling my reaction through gratitude is to make a donation to a good cause which would be involved in the event's recovery effort. I used the Red Cross, but I used a somewhat different format to generate a prolonged psychological benefit. Instead of making one donation and being done with the process, I decided ahead of time how much would be my total donation. Then I divided the total donation into multiple segments to submit. As an example, say I decided to contribute $30 to the Red Cross for Hurricane Ida relief. What I would do is make three $10 donations over several hours or days. That way, I would have the beneficial effect of breaking up my focus on myself, thinking of others several times, and controlling my reaction by doing something good for others several times. Now, if you want to take this level of control further beyond making a donation, the next way to assert your control over your reaction is by volunteering to help other victims of the event. The point is that whenever your thoughts are directed to addressing the needs of others, 
you stop being centered on yourself. By applying those tools, you have engaged your need to control an uncontrollable situation by focusing on your ability to control your reaction to it. Taking those intentional steps, you are reestablishing your stability, reducing your frustration, and redirecting your internal locus of control. Thank you for sharing your time today. Remember, your application of strategic decision-making approaches can result in more beneficial outcomes for you, both professionally and personally. Why not turn that process into your opportunity?